Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 137 of the In Squash podcast. I'm Jerry Gibson, your host, and we are in for a really special uh, episode today on 137. Uh, we've got Sam Cornett. Now, before uh, we get into that, though, I just want to wish all of you and hope that all of you are safe and sound and uh, practicing everything we need to practice in order to get back, get our lives back in order, back uh, under normal circumstances, and of course, get us back onto the squash court. So keep up the good fight, uh, as I've been saying, everyone, and uh, with any luck, sooner rather than later, uh, this uh, spread will, uh, you know, will stem and we'll be back on the squash court and back leading uh, relatively normal lives. But uh, not sure how this is all going to play out, but let's hope uh, for the best. Um, now, before we get into uh, episode 137 with, with Sam Cornett, uh, I just want to talk about a podcast sponsor that we have now. Uh, the po- sponsor's name is Active Scout. And uh, everyone's g- kind of going stir crazy right now. That's an understatement. Envision yourself getting out on the squash court again, though, for the first time in months. Active Scout is an app that was launched just days before the global shutdown. It's an app that was designed to grow the sport of squash. But since the shutdown, it has been redesigned to get clubs open again while addressing public safety. Now, Active Scout is relaunching the app again for June 1st. So hopefully by then, clubs will be thinking of opening again or will may, maybe a few or several will have uh, uh, opened again by then. So at its core, Active Scout is a social network designed specifically to integrate with a club's existing club management system to increase youth squash participation, increase lessons for coaches, and increase revenue opportunities for the pros. That's a, that's a big one right there. Um, now, it has even more features to help club pros open, to help clubs open faster, safer, and to get membership growing. So that's Active Scout. And I'm really hoping, actually, that uh, we're going to have on the, the guys behind Active Scout one of these days to come on the podcast and speak a bit more about it. But Active Scout, uh, it will be relaunching uh, for June 1st. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for more information on Active Scout here on the podcast. So uh, let's uh, get into episode 137. Sam Cornett, four-time Canadian national champion, reached number 23 in the world. 13 PSA titles, 8 Pan Am Games medals, uh, and uh, what a what an amazing career she had, and she came on the podcast, and it was really special. Uh, got a little bit a uh, little bit emotional, uh, you know. She's only a week or so into her retirement, so obviously this is very fresh, and uh, the emotions are are still there. But uh, we have a wonderful uh, conversation. We cover everything i think we talk about her career dating back uh, you know the you know some of the biggest wins of her career the people who influenced her the most some you know some great memories all that stuff uh, i know you're going to really enjoy this sam cornett uh episode 137 how how are things going for you uh you know first thing i want to do is just check up on on you it's this, this is your third visit uh to the podcast the first one I believe was in Australia at the Pan Am, well, not the Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth, that's right. Yeah. After you won the Canadian Nationals, your fourth title, the second time, and now this one. So all monumental uh, occasions uh, for having you on. This one being the most obviously. But uh, before we get into all of that, uh, how are you doing under the circumstances? 
I'm doing really well. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's the same for you. It's a bit of a roller coaster, but right now, very good. Mm, feeling like productive. I'm not doing like too much of anything in particular, but just getting like personal stuff done. And um, I'm, I was helping like one little kid coaching and, and then I got to talk to like our urban squash program yesterday. We just did a Zoom It's in call Toronto, and, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. yeah. And so maybe I'll, I'll get to like kind of journey with them a little bit through this and do some workout stuff with them. So that's great. Well, you like working with the juniors, uh, I think, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it's into fun. that a little bit later. There was a nice story from one of your sponsors that came out uh, a few days ago, I think. Uh, we'll talk yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, but I'm just going to come out right away and ask you, because it's not going to be all direct, uh, uh, you know, blunt kind of questions like this. But ultimately, Sam, what, uh, what led to you uh, making, you, making this decision? I hope it wasn't uh, all this downtime that we had. Uh, no. No. I made it a while ago. Um, I'd say I was on my way to like, um, retiring probably like spring, like March, April last year. Okay. Um, when I first kind of was like, okay, I'm going to start thinking about this now. Um, and that's when I had to make a decision about, uh, my application for school and whether I was going to go in September and everything kind of fell together at the same time. Um, so uh, the reason that I'm retired now is that I was starting to send out like, cause of all this downtime, I wanted to like take advantage of it and say thank you to a lot of different, you know, organizations and people that had helped me. So I sent one to PSA, um, just a thank you for, you know, everything that they did. And then they sent me some questions. So it just kind of evolved from, from saying thank yous and I'm right. okay with it. It's nice. Um, so that nice was this, just this past March, you mean? No, the one previous. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah, when so I look when I look back, I mean, it wasn't like you were playing poorly. Uh, uh, no, you, know, you, yeah. you you'd won. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You won two of your last five PSA events, and uh, you you leave a, uh, <laughs> you leave as a winner as well. I think you won your last yeah. official PSA event and Canadian national champion. So it's not like you were uh, struggling with your form. Or no, I was actually feeling. Um, I was feeling my, I would say my best ever over the last year, year and a half, like mm. that I was, you know, playing. And um, I was just starting to get like a feel for the ball, which I never had before. Um, right. So I, it felt great, but, but there were some other things that were like red flags that um, like I, I didn't, I wasn't, I was starting lots of reasons behind it but like I was starting not to really I wasn't upset when I was losing and I didn't mm. feel like imp like I didn't feel like reviewing and improving after losing so I was still right. playing well and I was getting wins and stuff but I wasn't interested in reaching the next level which I always have been um, mm. and I know it's possible to play without that but it it's not really. It's not really how I like to do things. So. Oh, well, I guess yeah, I can see it from from your perspective that way. I mean, you want you're a professional, right? So. Yeah. I guess if you're a professional, you you want to want to do what you were saying there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's how. That's kind of. I, I played with the idea of playing, kind of more for fun and enjoyment a little bit, but then, um, I actually had some other interests and I wanted a change. So. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like I said, you were playing well and not only in the, you know, the challenger series events, but you actually, you know, you had some good close matches against, uh, some other, you know, top players, uh, and that maybe Victoria lust, you had a, had a really close match with her, uh, some other good girls on tour that were, you know, playing well and you, you took them, uh, I forget, I forget exactly the names. I didn't write them down. Pardon my research team. I forget. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, you you were playing well, so uh, I guess you, yeah. you you can say you know you're leaving uh, the game playing good squash and uh, yeah, you feel it, did, good it didn't about feel it. bad leaving. Exactly, mm. I feel good about it. Yeah. So what is Lusty it? Lusty also retired. Sorry. Lusty yeah, also yeah, retired. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A lot of retirements right now. Yeah, she's in Canada as well in Victoria, right? Bob Ballinger. Is he from Victoria? I think I he's from, uh, oh no, Manitoba. Manitoba, isn't he? Okay. But uh, spent a lot of time in Victoria. Mm, but, um, it's such a nice city. Now, um, I was just going to, I was going to ask, um, so there's been like a lot of outpouring of, uh, you know, people from, from Squash Canada and from, from even, the, you know, the global squash community. So uh, what the, how does that make you feel to, to hear it from, you know, not only from your peers, but from across the board from, uh, yeah. how'd that make you feel it's it's a like because i'm not doing much at all so i can just like sit and remember and like think mm. of everything everyone's saying and it's uh it's pretty special i get to look through all the photos and like yeah there's just so much time to reflect and it's really nice for me Absolutely. Now, there, there were a couple of that I'm just going to bring up uh, for you here, a couple that I, I, I noticed anyways. One um, was, as I mentioned earlier, uh, one of your sponsors uh, and friend of this podcast, by the way, uh, Control the T. Sure. Uh, he tells an amazing story. Uh, now, if I, were, if I had won the national championships, me, uh, I would have been, uh, you know, I would have popped the bubbly and had had a few beverages <laughs> right after the match. You probably uh, would have been under the table somewhere. But uh, <laughs> but you know you you were on the court with a couple of juniors, including I guess his one of his children or two of his children. So yeah. uh, you know, tell us uh, you know what happened there firstly, and then what it means to you to give back to the game in, in that way to the you know to junior squash because you already mentioned too the urban squash uh, stuff that you're involved with. Yeah, just just yesterday got involved, so don't, don't make it seem cooler than it is. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, that was nice. To be to be honest, I was a couple drinks in, so mm -hmm. I'm no saint. <laughs> that might uh, yeah, that, that that might caused it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, my partner now, who actually moved in just like a month or two ago, um, he came to watch nationals, and uh, we just jumped on court afterwards, and then of course it was cut like. You know, the like parents are having a beer and the kids are all milling around. So everyone, like, we brought them all on court and uh, it was fun. Just three-quarter court. Three-quarter court, yeah. That's yeah. good. Good laugh. With, with the champ. Yeah. yeah. Three-quarter court with the champ. Yeah. Slightly impaired champ. <laughs> <laughs> did you play Did you play left-handed or? <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And another one was, uh, and uh, as you know, the um, Super Squash Saturdays has taken taken off by storm. So uh, fun. <laughs> it's I mean, so, no, like, the only just, thing we have. <laughs> yeah, just, look, just looking at Jonathan makes me, <laughs> makes me smile, you know. <laughs> He's amazing. He, oh, God. Just, I mean, before I get into what was said, uh, I mean, he is amazing because yeah. he's got a little bit, he looks a little bit out of shape, but he's moving around the court. 
and that you know he's still got that that's the, the racket skills are incredible aren't they unbelievable and it's yeah. all happening at such a high pace with that ball wow yeah yeah he's Crazy. doing uh, and diego's having a good laugh with it too i, I really like so that's in in someone's house i guess is it they're they're in someone's yeah, i don't know the full details but a guy um yeah that they both know well has a squash court in this house and it looks okay. amazing so he's I a donate well there they are and uh yeah, we have Super Squash Saturdays, and another. That was it was great, and Dean Dean Brown and Graham are just fantastic, right? They're really funny. Like, yeah. How well do you know Dean? Because I know yeah. Dean from my junior squash days. I don't know him super well. Um, yeah. Just like through squash events, um, funny guy, and the combo is really good. They're both very like dry. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Well, I, I just remember, uh, and I had Dean on my podcast, the la- the most recent one. And my last memory of him was uh, we were in Nanaimo for the provincial team championships. It was in the, it's on a Saturday, the, the dinner on the Saturday night. And he got up to the microphone and just started like a comedy act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Amazing. he was doing, telling jokes and uh, it was good, a good <laughs> laugh. But uh, Graham came out during the, uh, you know, during the broad, broadcast and gave you a wonderful uh you know, some, some really wonderful words to you. And uh, what does it mean to you to come from? I mean, he's a legend, right? Top 10 in the world. Uh, super nice guy. Played the game, at, you know, the way you're supposed to play it. Consummate professional. Uh, how well do you know Graham and what did it mean to you? To, you to, I mean, that, and that, that's going out to the world. Like, everybody was watching. Um, yeah, I know Graham pretty well. He, like, when he's healthy, he's offered to play. And playing him is, like, in- incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I know Marnie better than Graham just because we've, we've traveled to team tournaments like the Canadian teams and um, played against each other like countless times in mm-hmm. like nationals and provincials. Um, great, like such a great family. And man, I don't know if you met their kids, but it's so funny. No, They're no, so no. funny. <laughs> so great. Well, um, yeah, Graham, Graham yeah. I didn't know that. I just, I, you know, it, it was like Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen, you know, you know, you don't really know them but now we know Graham yeah. and he's such a you know funny guy uh, you know so he loves funny. reading we know that now uh, yeah. <laughs> he's deep thinker maybe uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so but great. no yeah, he had some really great words kind. to say about about you and obviously he knows you through uh, his wife uh, uh, and, and that relationship as well yeah yeah he's like he's a legend and uh, yeah too kind um, and very cool for me and uh, uh, it's it's so like that I can't get over that uh, super squash Saturday like listening to him and like knowing you know probably you know I can only imagine some of the background with him and Jonathan too so it's just extra oh yeah fun. yeah well, I mean Jonathan we we you know had uh, had quite a prolific uh, uh, youth uh, mm-hmm. before he uh, before he became big mm-hmm. uh, became became world champion so uh, there's yeah. all that and those guys are privy to all all of what <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah, Super Squash Saturday. Looking forward to uh, part three as well. We'll see if Jonathan can uh, recuperate after that, that little uh, niggle yeah, he, drama. he had there. <laughs> yeah, that didn't look nice. I'm no, it looked, like, it looked like he hurt himself, but then he said it was a cramp. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I think he was just saying that. Because it, it didn't look like a cramp. I assumed that he rolled his ankle, but then like when it was slow-mo, I couldn't actually see it. But yeah, I, yeah a cramp? I mean, I was like minutes before that that happened i was like 
God, he's moving well. He is. Yeah, wasn't he moving well? Yeah. Amazing. I'm sure he would slap me if he could like hear me say that. So I won't say that on the podcast. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, he looks incredible. Yeah, he was amazing. Uh, that's what I was saying. In the, he was moving better, I thought, in the second, that last week than he was in week one. He was, mm. uh, the pace was, was higher. That could have been the reason why he cramped up, though. Uh, could be. Maybe he's not. Yeah. <laughs> he's not really uh, ready for that pace. Yeah. yeah, Diego. Diego's having. He's a good sport with it, all though, isn't he? He's great. They're both great. I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, John's putting it on uh, as well. Jonathan's really putting it on with his. Uh, yeah. You know, throwing his racket and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he feels it though. I played paddle tennis with him, Diego, and Nikki, and uh, it was really intense. So I don't know how much he's putting <laughs> was it. On. it? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's I didn't great. see many balls. I was his partner. <laughs> oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. So I saw. I saw enough. But he did like. He's just like. He's like. I'm gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy how competitive the best in, in the world are. It's it, unreal. Yeah, I mean they. I mean you don't know it. I guess you know it firsthand, right? I mean. Uh, but but I'm to get to that level, that, but yes. no, to get to that level that he was at, yeah. I mean, you you win yeah. or or nothing. You yeah, know? it's a, I think it's a next level mindset. It's yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask you now. Um, actually, and during during this uh, squash super squash Saturday thing, during the on the YouTube feed, there was a lot of comments for you as well. So that that was that was pretty cool. I saw I saw you on the. Uh, now, uh, has any what other sort of any other noteworthy uh, squ- in the squash community reach out to you? Like any sort of uh, you know people that that had a special thing in uh, in your life over over the years? Maybe some something that we might not know about. I guess like on a personal level, just hearing from some of the like my friends from junior squash has been yeah, really nice. Yeah. Um, and then like a cool note from Sarah Fitzgerald that like saying you know congrats and um her and her partner cam have got some horses and they named one sammy after me so oh, okay <laughs> wow wow so you're gonna uh, have to go visit them then definitely yeah yeah, yeah. and then i kind of just notes from um just the people you would expect like from my my coach and my past coaches and my trainers and um my my coach Jess, she recently wrote me a uh, like a recommendation for a job, and that was nice. So right on, uh, yeah. Right on. What is it uh, you're going to be studying, uh, Sam? What 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 are you? Uh, you're applying to university, did you say? Uh, I started in September. Okay. And I'm at college uh, mm-hmm. here in Toronto, and it's um, George Brown College with a program called. Uh, it's changing names, so I'm going to give you the cooler name: Recreation Management in Gerontology. Oh wow! Okay, you're going to be helping the the elderly. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember associate. I did a gerontology one gerontology course in sociology mm-hmm. a long time ago. It was fascinating. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Thanks. Right on. Uh, now I just want, we're going to just take a quick look back. I've got a bunch of sort of short, simple questions that I'd like you to give some thought to and you know, looking back at your, your great career. So, um, oh yeah, at any, at any level, okay. At any, any level could have been, uh, I know Graham riding talked about his, in, in the super squash, his big victory over Duncan Stewart, right. In the, 
that was the most memorable victory for him. He was like 14 or something. He said, yeah. if you look back at your squash career, pro or whenever, um, what is, uh, what was your first major tournament win uh, for you? Like, uh, could have been in juniors or, you know, you might think it was a PSA event. Uh. First one. Yeah. Um, it actually was like, I've been, I was like sort of fledgling. I started going pro in 2009. Hadn't really seen much of a win. I think I won my first tournament. I think I won two tournaments or something earlier in the year. Um, but like I hadn't had like a big win. Breakthrough, that yeah. Like, yeah, like people that, I, like I was at 5K, so I was at people that were around my level that, you know, maybe I hadn't played them before, but like I felt like they were winnable matches. Um, yeah. And I think the biggest, like I had two wins at the Pan Am Games and um, one was over Liv, Olivia Blatchford. Okay. And one was over my teammate, Miranda. Ranieri and um, both I don't think I'd ever beat before. So that was, that was my, yeah, that's huge. Then. Especially on, on that stage, right? Yeah, it was very cool. Now another one here, another question, most memorable. Yeah. Yeah. The, your most memorable win, like a, uh, like single match win over, over uh, any kind of person as a junior or. I got two that are kind of like a tie. Okay. I've got one um, was to get into like the nine sixteen at Worlds. I played Lena uh, Hansen. She played terribly, oh, yeah. but um, I won. It's Cameron Pilly's wife, right? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So I played her, and I won, and I got into the top sixteen at Worlds. And I was I was in Malaysia in the middle of nowhere, and I was gearing up, and I was with my buddies Dion and Nicolette, and my family was watching on the live stream at like three a.m. And Jess, my coach, was watching on the live stream three a.m. at home, and it was pretty cool. Um, and then the other one I was playing, I think I was playing Joel at, uh, I'm trying to think of who the qualifying matches were. Cause I think I had some tough ones. And then I played Joel at Windy City. So I oh, got yeah. like a first round win, which I honestly don't have that many first round wins in, in, um, you know, back in the old draw system. Right. Um, I didn't, I didn't get that many first round wins. So I would win through qualifying and then you get, you know, top eight, top 16 seed in the first round. So uh, that was a win for me. That was 2017, maybe. Joelle, Joelle King. Yeah. And yeah, then that, I won against good. her, played Laura Massaro and my, and Nikki was down there playing the tournament already. She'd flown home and then she drove down with my coach to watch me play in the next round. So right like basically next day. So that was Wow, cool. that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Great win. Great win. Yeah. Now, uh, I know, I know the losses are, the losses are the ones that stick with me. Right. I, I mean, yep. I'll never forget uh, my the loss my when I lost in the Atlantic Open final in, in Newfoundland. Okay, that that was my the loss. And, I played and, that one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I lost to um, oh Mike. Oh, you played in the men's. Mike yeah. Smeltzer. I can't remember. No, it's been too long. Was it in uh, Halifax or? No. Uh, Moncton. I think it was in Moncton. At the and nice, the new facility they have there. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. my parents lived out east just for a little outside of Halifax. So we played a couple of things out there. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you played, uh, uh, Matt Bishop in the, um, auditorium, if memory serves. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't was there at so the time. Cool. Matt told me about it, but yeah. So cool. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Okay. Halifax. Okay. So yeah, for me anyways, that, that's a loss that I'll, uh, 
never, never erased from my memory. Uh, good memories, actually. Mm-hmm. It's fun to think back, you know, uh, like what could have been. What about for you? I'm actually the opposite. I like to forget them. I, I, want I don't to like to. Them. It just I'm happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's good. Yeah, just erase it from, I have to learn how to do that. <laughs> it's a good are you, you, do you uh, do you do you meditate um i have a tiny bit i usually do like okay. the centering before matches but i wouldn't like okay that. i just figured there's some maybe i'm missing some maybe i should get into <laughs> yoga a bit more or something just be more forgetful oh, my that's easy I, I forget lots of things <laughs> but uh um yeah i think my w- most memorable I can remember one. It's not, um, I, I have lots, but one that I can remember is I was at my first world teams mm. and I think I was doing everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, I got called up for a match against Hong Kong and I lost the match for the team. Um, oh, yeah. I was the fourth string and I lost and I was like, I, I'll never forget. I just felt like I was such a disappointment. Yeah. Especially never, in those team, yeah. team events. Yeah, it's hard to lose it for your team in a team that sucks. Wow. When you're the the match that like, you know the de- the decider. Decider and also like the one that like if you win it you know, so you know in teams like sometimes it's kinda obvious that you're gonna lose one and then Yeah. You're the one that was you know, it's, you're supposed to win so the team has a chance. Yeah, so yeah. you mean when you go going into the match that it wasn't like you were playing someone you were gonna lose to, you could have you had the chance to win it, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, those team events are tricky because we're not really used to to that as squash players playing under those circumstances. Unless you're, yeah, so but you, you're a bit of an athlete, right? You you used to play team sports previously, yep. didn't you? So yeah, yeah. I like the team sport atmosphere. I prefer individual, but I like team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The squat. I mean, uh, they they have a lot of obviously the, with U.S. varsity. Uh, those guys get a lot of that. That's huge uh, now. Mm-hmm. The way they. Uh, uh, they compete in the, the the fanfare that they get for all the match. Now, um, so yeah, just about training. I was going to ask you about training. So what uh, what if anything? You know, I know training for me. I mean, I've been tra- we've been training. I've been training uh, under lockdown now. It's been actually quite fun. Been doing yeah, the uh, the I'm Nick Matthew uh, circuit training series. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but. <Fun part>. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I tweak it. Obviously, yeah. I, I'm not doing. He, he's his lunges are too deep for me. I can't get yeah. down that low. But uh, what, if anything, will you miss uh, about the about training? I think I will miss just being like capable of some really, you know, like when you push your body that hard every day, you're just like you can do some cool stuff. And I'm trying to recreate that sort of feeling by learning different things. Because I can't, I don't think I'll be able to do that with squash per se again. Um, But like if I could maybe, you know, have some upper body goals, you know, we're never relevant for squash, but like some, you know, fun hanging stuff and I'm working through like a hanging challenge for this month. It's all very like relaxed and fun. It's just a waste, ways to keep me active. And like, I love a challenge. So. So just the the experimental side of, uh, yeah, because I can yeah. do anything as long. My only theory is that I have to like move and like do something. So whatever it is, I don't care. Um, so I just yeah, some weird stuff, some experimental stuff, like you say. That's cool. That's cool. And what yeah. about uh, something that you definitely uh, won't miss? I mean, I know uh, in my little uh, squash career, I I I don't miss the uh, the court sprints that we used to do. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't miss the beep, the bleep test. I don't miss totally. that one. Um, what about you? Nope. Um, I guess I kind of like, I guess means the same thing, but basically I am thrilled to wake up every day and not be sore. It's the best. Like <laughs> yeah, when I'm a yeah. little sore, I'm like, Oh, it's so nice. I'm just like, I'm a little sore from my workout yesterday, but I'm not like, hobbling to the bathroom which is amazing yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah i know what you mean uh, getting up well for me anyways every difficult squash match the next day the next day it's you know you can't really sit down you know tough moving around i guess you that happens to you as well oh yeah really okay i don't know why it's not fair I train like every day and then i get sore during tournaments i don't know why that happened but Maybe it's just, just you're always work naturally working a lot a lot harder in in a tournament yeah. maybe. So so Sam, uh, you know, been great with your time, and I, I want to give you this opportunity to uh, you know express your you know thanks to the people that that helped you over the years. You know, maybe you know the people that guided you through your career that were instrumental in getting you to you know your four national championships, thirteen PSA titles, twenty three mm-hmm. in the world, eight medals in the Pan Am games. How did this all happen? And who were the people that uh, really, I know that probably too many to mention, but uh, the ones that, that meant uh, that mean uh, a lot. Great question. And there's so many, um, I guess if I were to single out a few, I would, I'd have to start with my family. Um, I know like the path that I chose wasn't necessarily, you know, the average path and, there was never any question that they were going to, you know, be behind me a hundred percent. And that means a lot. And, mm. oh, uh, gets me like teary. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they like, if I won, if I lost, I could call my mom, dad, sister, my grandparents. Mm. Cool. That's awesome. And how about uh, your sort of the, the players or, or your peers, people uh, that that you've spent a lot of time with over the years traveling with and people like that that you've had a shoulder to uh, to cry on as well or, or someone to just sort of have a few laughs with in, in those moments for you uh who who are the you know the people that you'd like to just say uh, sh- a shout out to to uh i don't think i could shout out just one the squash yeah. community is um it's amazing mm. um and it's, it's honestly, it's a, it's a tour full of very kind souls. Um, you can talk to anyone. It's so cool. I'm yeah. very grateful. It was a very good experience. Um, and like, it's a, I think it's, you know, everyone talks about how like, you know, make squash bigger, make it better. And I'm all for it. Um, but I do appreciate the uh, effects of, you know, I call it maybe a small sport effect. Because it's so small, we're all working together towards something mm. um, in a like very real way. And um, so there's no like, you know, every person gets their own room. We're all very separate. Mm. It, and I guess I'm kind of thinking of tennis in my head. And squash, you're on the court together too. And we're sharing rooms at these events. So um, there's no there's no way to like, you can't be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. It's been bred out of all of us because we're all like socializing so much and we're all around each other so much. So uh, I'm very, very grateful for this. It's a very special, very cool sport. That's I'm sure awesome. every sport, sports person says that about their sport, but 
No, that's right. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And, and squat also, I mean, you've got the, the squash community, wherever you you're playing, it could be like an event in, in any city, but the, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, the, the community pitches in to, to do something for the players and it becomes such an intimate uh, experience, isn't it? Whether that's being billeted or, you know, sponsors are always there to pitch in and, and the community is always there to, uh, to support in some way. Well, Sam, I really, really appreciate you. And uh, again, congratulations on a fantastic career. I mean, you've done it all for, for Canada is very proud. Uh, Squash Canada is very proud of you. And um, just all, all the best for you in the future. I know you're going to do well with whatever it is uh, you do. So uh, yeah, thank you so much, Sam, for, for great years of Squash. Thank you. Well, thanks so much, Sam, for doing that. I can't imagine what it must be like to, uh, you know, to come on so so quickly after you've retired to sort of break it all down like that. But you did, and uh, uh, you had a fantastic career again: four national titles, eight um, Pan Am game medals, uh, number twenty-three in the world, thirteen PSA titles. Uh, incredible career. And uh, really appreciate uh, Sam because she she came on to the podcast way back, uh, I think two years ago in the beginning. Uh, I think it was just before, as I said, just before the um, Commonwealth Games were set to kick off. It was in Australia. Then she came on last year uh, right after winning her fourth uh, national title. And then I reached out to her again and again. She, she said yes right away to come on. Uh, really uh, appreciate Sam. She's... Uh, you know, a special talent, a special person. She's obviously got a love for the game, and it's more than just the game to her. It, it's uh, it's something much more than that. She's uh, obviously someone who cares deeply about giving back to the game, and she cares deeply about the people who uh, influenced her and who guided her through her uh, incredible career. So, uh, Sam uh, Cornett. Episode 137, it was a good one, and uh, really appreciate uh, her time and wishing her all the best uh, going forward. Uh, Now, going forward on our podcast, uh, we've got, uh, wow, we've got a couple of good uh, good ones coming up. Uh, We've got Graham Riding, and and he'll be coming on shortly before Super Squash Saturday's uh, installment number three. Really looking forward to that. Never... uh, never had him on the podcast uh we've met a couple of times uh probably he does not remember but i do uh provincial team national championships uh several years back uh, obviously he's the same age as jonathan so back then yeah he maybe seven eight years younger than i am but uh not even that maybe, maybe six years younger than i am but uh yeah we've crossed paths a couple of times and i do remember him being you know really super nice guy funny guy and we got to see uh you know that uh, sense of humor and the quick wit there in super squash saturdays well We'll get to hopefully experience it here on the podcast as well. So stay tuned for that. Jesse Engelbrecht is coming on as well. And uh, hoping to have on uh, uh, squash pro Chris Hanneberry. He's got a great squash story as well uh, over the next little while. And uh, many uh, more as well. So we, lots to, to look forward to here on the In Squash podcast. Really appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, uh, Active Scout. And uh, everybody take care. Uh, Goodbye now.